Good morning, ICF family, international family from around the world. This is Pastor Jennifer coming to you today live for our Sunday word of encouragement. Now, if you saw the graphics, you know that I said I was going to bring joy to your Sunday. And that is the commandment that I feel the Lord has given to me for this week. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. So today my prayer is to bring you joy for your decisions filled with faith, to remind us all that our faith in Christ must not waver, but we should rejoice in all things. Let our faith in Christ Jesus move us to make God choices. So I'm excited because today is the first day of April's theme, Faith moves our decisions. So faith moves us to make God choices. I want to remind those watching that our verse for the year for faith moves is taken from Matthew 17:20. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, my grandson said the problem, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing, say nothing, nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17, 20. Now, this is a sermon live, so I need your amens in the chats. I need you to type in the, the verse reference so I know that you're getting it and you're holding it in your heart. And so you're going to be seeing some of the slides go across the screen. We want to remind you that we are here to increase our faith together. In January, we do a theme for the whole year, Faith Moves Mountains. But in January, our theme was Faith Moves Our Prayers. Hmm. We're ready, prayer warriors, for the things that God has allowed to come into our path. We know that faith moves our prayers. So we must pray. And we are praying. I praise God for Emanuela and the prayer team that were meeting prior to this message. In February, we learned that faith moves our relationships. Wow. God reminding us ahead of time, connection and relationship is going to be very valuable to you in 2020. In March, we just finished faith moves our destinies. Remembering, Pastor Rick reminded us not to be afraid of our future because God has our destiny in his hands. We sang numerous times, he's got the whole world in his hands. So faith moves our destinies. This month of April, we are starting Faith Moves Our Decisions, confident that we can follow his examples. First, I want to say, I hear the Lord reminding us, don't fret, don't be anxious, don't fear, but instead take courage, that's an action, I have to take it, put on praise, and let faith rise, and the enemy will be scattered. Faith moves our decisions about what we think. You have to decide what you're going to think about, about what we do, where we go, who we're going to interact with or Zoom with or go to meeting with, why we're going to persevere, 
and how we achieve victory. Faith moves every decision I make, and I hope it will for you as well. Now listen, I know that you're probably thinking, what decisions do I possibly have to make during this time of COVID-19 lockdown and stay-at-home orders? Let me think, uh, what will I eat today? Which pajamas am I going to wear? Where's my cozy blanket? What chair am I going to take my nap in today? Who will I Zoom with? What will I do about my tomorrows? But I have the answer. Jesus is the answer. And Jesus made the greatest decision of all. This month is Easter. Easter is coming. It's a time when we celebrate the resurrection power, the greatest decision ever made by God the Father to send Jesus his son. The greatest decision by Jesus to say, not my will, but thy will be done. I will go to the cross. I will go to the tomb, but I will conquer death, hell, and the grave. You see, there are things that are trying to bring death and hell and the grave on your life, on your mentality, on your future. But Jesus came to conquer all of that. He made a decision to move us closer to eternity with the assurance that God is in charge. God the Father sent his son. That is a powerful, powerful decision that God made. You see, I believe that God knew. He knew in 2020. Say, he knew. Type it in. He knew. God knew. We. I remember at the beginning of 2020, we were all talking about God vision. Jesus, what is 2020 vision? What is heaven vision? Well, now we're confronted with something. And guess what? God knew that we would be confronted with the things that are in our life today. And he already made a way and made decisions to be with us in the fiery furnace and made decisions so that we could make good decisions every day. Here's our new verse for April. Proverbs 3, verse 3 and 4, and verse 5 and 6, says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor and a good name in the sight of God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your decisions, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I want to give you verse 21 in Proverbs 3. Verse 21 down, just read with me if you're in Proverbs chapter 3, starting at verse 21. My son or daughter, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Last month we talked about human wisdom. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. That's decisions. They will be life for you. Those decisions. An ornament to grace your neck. And you will go your way in safety. And your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. And when you are asleep, your sleep will be sweet. Today, I want to remind whoever's watching who has had restless sleep. Right now, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. You are going to lie down. You're going to make the decision to put your circumstances in God's hands and your sleep will be sweet from this moment forward. Verse 26 says, or 25, have no fear of sudden disaster. Don't have fear of that. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. So today, I want to give us 
four decisions that I want you to work on this week based on this scripture that we have for this month. The first decision is that I want you to decide to let love and faithfulness never, say never, never, type it in. I want you to let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind it around your neck. Put it on the tablet of your heart. I decide to let love be with me when I'm tempted to respond to others in frustration and negativity. Take a deep breath. You guys know I love to do this here at ICF. I'm letting love and faithfulness, the breath of the Holy Spirit, flow out of me. I want you to say, I love you to someone. I want you to say, I love you to God. How many of us perhaps have acted like a spoiled, frustrated child who didn't get our own way? And we have folded our arms and said, God, I'm not talking to you because you have not taken care of me this month. Guess what? You're watching this. You have technology. You have two eyes and two ears. He has taken care of you. So I want you to do me a favor. Will you lift your hands to heaven? Will you say, Father, I love you. I decide to let love and faithfulness. I will not lose my faith. I will not let any circumstances make my faith toxic or sick. My body can be sick. My legs can be sick. My heart, my organs, my lungs, whatever it might be. But my faith will be well in Jesus' name when I keep his love and his faithfulness around me. Those that are sick and in the hospital, they have loved ones praying for them. Just breathe. Just keep breathing. That's what we're saying to those that we're praying for. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. When we decide to let love and faithfulness, that vertical relationship. So love is vertical and horizontal to those that are around us. And faithfulness to God is vertical and also horizontal to those around us. With every breath I take, every breath, say every breath. Every breath. You guys know I love this song by Hezekiah Walker. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship in one accord. I will worship the Lord. So let every praise be for his glory with his power, feeling his peace and comfort flow over me. We've all been faced with decisions in these days of confinement around the world due to this horrible virus. But with my hours being spent in ways that will bring honor and glory to the Lord. The second thing that I want you to decide. So I want you to decide to let love and faithfulness be there. I want you to decide, number two, to let your responses bring you a good name. Hmm. I don't want someone to accuse me or to say I have not been a good witness to the Lord and to other people. I must decide that my responses will bring you a good name. And I love you. You know I love you. But I'm here to tell you something. You know, patterns are built, many times they say, after 30 days of doing the same thing. So many of us have been in a pattern of holding and confinement for 30 days or longer. Some of us are facing another 30 days or the unknown. So we have been set apart not set alone, but set apart to bring some new patterns in our life. 
And I'm asking you this morning, what decisions are you making about the patterns that you are starting in your life during this time of being set apart? You see, the devil made decisions. He made decisions to steal, kill, and destroy our faith. So, Jesus came and made a decision to conquer the devil and to be a sacrifice for you and me. Now, we have to decide. Faith moves our decision. Today is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want my decisions to bring me a good name in the sight of God. At the end of the day, when I get to stand before him, I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. So people are watching and listening now more than ever. What are you dishing out? What are you speaking out? How are you acting out? Decide to have God-blessed responses. When I say put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that's not to ignore that there is heaviness around us. But God wants us to put a smile on our face and a smile on his heart that we're trusting in him. Even when we don't know how the future is going to turn out, I decide to have God responses. I read this past week that positive thinking doesn't necessarily mean avoiding or ignoring the bad thing. It actually means that I look at that potentially bad situation and I see the best in other people. I see the best outcome that could possibly come. And I view myself and others in a positive way, even in the midst of a negative situation. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And then what will happen? The God of peace will be with you. Maybe you're saying, I don't have peace. I haven't been able to rest at night. I would ask you, have you been deciding to have God responses? Have you been deciding to think the way God thinks? Not the natural, but the supernatural. I don't know how it's going to end, but I know in the end, I'm going to be with Jesus. So I win either way. And I want you to know that God will be with you and the peace of God will be with you when you do what it says in Philippians. Number three, I want you to decide to lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. How can I do that? Psalm 55, 18 says, he rescues me unharmed. Say unharmed. He rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me. Even though many germs oppose me, he rescues me unharmed. They, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because I trust in him. Isaiah 26, 3. The world might be in chaos, but our Savior's peace brings a calm that transforms our fears into faith. God himself will stand up in our boat and bring peace to the situation. But I believe the Jesus in me and the Jesus in you is going to help me my faith to make a decision, I can stand up in my boat. You can stand up in your boat. 
And I can say, at the name of Jesus, mountain, move from here to there. Sickness, flee out of this body. Fear, turn into faith in the name of Jesus. And you have the power to stand up and speak. The fourth thing I want you to do is to decide to let God, that means surrender, decide to let God make our paths straight. It says in our verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not some of your heart, not only the heart that feels good. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways, not just some of your ways. Submit to him and he will make my path straight. I don't know about you, but sometimes my path in my mind, it gets all confused. It goes here, it goes there, it goes what back forward. And then I'm like all confused. But when the peace of God and the trust in God comes, I just keep hearing that word surrender. God wants us to surrender. That's how faith moves our decisions. When we surrender to God working in our lives, we can make decisions to keep our faith. Moses decided to stay faithful in the wilderness. The three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, decided to stay faithful in the fire. Not only before they got thrown in the fire, but once they were in there, they continued in believing, and God showed up with them. God was with them in the fire. Daniel decided to stay faithful in the face of lions. Joseph decided to stay faithful to God from a pit to a palace. So whether he had poverty or riches, he decided to stay faithful to God because faith moves our decisions in the direction that God wants us to go. Elizabeth decided to stay faithful to God even in her old age. And God did some amazing things through her life. Paul decided to stay faithful in a prison of confinement. He had to make that decision. Don't you know he had to make that decision on a daily basis? When the rats and the sewage and everything was running around his feet, he had to decide to say, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I will think on these things that are of virtue and good and excellent. These are the things and the peace of God will come upon me. Peter decided to return to faithfulness even after denial. Maybe something has happened to you in the last several months or in the last several weeks, and you have found yourself doubting and despairing. Peter made that decision to return to faith. You can make that decision today. Return to faith. Don't put faith aside. That's the enemy trying to sabotage you. Faith is our greatest weapon to move our decisions for our life. So the enemy wants us to set faith aside. Don't let that happen. Be like Peter. Pick that faith back up and hold it as a shield of faith, like the armor of God. It is, and it will help you in the warfare of your life. Mary decided to stay faithful in the presence of her Lord. So whether you're in a wilderness, a fire, a pit of despair, a palace of poverty, a storm of confusion, what will you decide? I want you to decide to lean into his timing. 
God has a perfect timing. We may not like the timing of the world. We may not like the timing of the governments. We may not like the timing of the communes and the, and the areas around us. But I can tell you what, they're not in charge of my life. God is in charge of my life. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And I will trust in the Lord. And he will make my path straight. Decide to lean into his purposes as he allows us to be set apart. I don't believe God does bad things, but he allows things to happen. He could stop and he will stop and he will intervene. But if we're set on pause, I believe that God is doing something in each of us. I know he's doing something in me. He's saying, you thought your faith was strong. I'm helping your roots to go deeper. You thought your prayer life was strong. I'm giving you more time. You thought you were tired and weary. I'm giving you time to take a nap. Decide to lean into God's purposes during this time of being set apart. But remember, this is for someone watching today. You are set apart, but you are not set alone. We have ways of connecting at ICF Rome. You can go on the website, icfrome.org. You can email us at icfcenter.rome at gmail.com. If you need extra prayer, you can private message us. You are not alone. You may be set apart, but you are not alone. We have fans of people all over this world going live in their messages this week. We have life groups and community groups and classes happening through Zoom meetings you are set apart, but you are not alone. Say not alone. Decide to lean into God's purpose. Decide to let God make your thinking straight. Listen, don't look to your friend, your roommate, your spouse, your parent for how to make your thinking straight. Look to the word of God and he will make your thinking straight. He will set your path aside. You have to decide who's in charge of your life. I've decided. Jesus is in charge of me, and I trust him no matter what. And finally, I want you to decide to surrender to the precious love and the peace of the Holy Spirit. Today is a very special, unique day. We are going to take communion live, and Pastor Rick is going to join me in just a moment. But before he comes, I want to remind you that faith is what's going to move your decision. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have not chosen to believe the Bible as the authoritative word of God, today you can decide. Right now, you can say, I have decided. If you have decided, I'd love for you to type that in the chat so we can rejoice. You know, the Bible says when one comes to Christ, the angels throw a party in heaven. There's a celebration saying, yes, God, they believe in you. We celebrate with them. There is joy in the Lord today because I have decided that I will follow Jesus. If you are in that boat where you would say, kind of like Peter, Pastor Jen, I've had denials in the last few weeks. I've had my own denial of who God is or what's happening. I've had my own moments of frustration. Listen, we wrote the theme for the year, Faith Moves Mountains, and the theme for each month in late August, early September 2019. We set apart a week and spent time in prayer and fasting and said, God, what do you want to say to your people in March of 2020? What do you want to say to them in April of 2020? And today, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he wanted to remind you, faith will move every decision you make, the decision of what you watch, 
what you believe and how you act and react in this life. There's coming a moment when we're going to all gather back together, and I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Um, we may have some new rules of, you know, hand sanitizer and all that stuff. It's okay. But there's coming a day when we're going to stand before Jesus, and there won't be any social distancing. He is not distant from us. So, Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus, as every head is bowing for a moment, to say, Jesus, I have decided to let my faith come alive. I have decided to trust in you. I have decided to come back to you in Jesus' name. And as we partake of communion together, that, Lord, we will remember your sacrifices, and they were not in vain. For those who are sick, we pray for healing miracles to happen, and we trust you with our life. Pastor Rick is here now, and he's going to lead us in communion as we surrender so that our faith will decide to follow Jesus. Thank you, dear, for letting me share this special time together. Great job. Wow. That's the beginning of a great month. You know, uh, having Jen preach, I thought, what a perfect timing. Because, you know, sometimes the women in our lives have a little bit more of getting things organized. Uh, I said that publicly. Did you hear me? And, you know, that's not a bad thing. And I think that God gives the instincts to the mother, um, especially for the children, to help us. And I think today she, the spiritual mother has spoken, at least to our ICF family that uh, call us mom and dad. I want you to know, listen to me, friends, the decisions in your life that you're going to make, God wants to be a part of every one of them, even the little ones, and 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 even the big ones. And when I say that, one of the big decisions she ended with, to make the Lord the Lord of your life, let him be in control of your life. And for some of us, that's not easy. It's not easy to let someone else. But God loves you. And I've said so many times, and he has a great plan for your life. You know, as we partake in communion, we always do that the first Sunday of every month. I've asked you in advance to get your bread or your crackers, and maybe you need to take a minute right now and run to the kitchen part and get that and get some juice and say, Pastor, I don't have exactly what we have on Sunday. It's okay. God's going to understand. There's no issue here. But I want you to, this is family. You know, last week some 30,000 people were participating with us in our service. Today, I'm sure it's going to be close to those numbers. And, and it's a delight to fellowship together. And as we partake in communion together, one of the important aspects of this important part of a church service is the Bible says to examine yourself and then eat and drink. And so I want us to take another minute. Pastor Jen just prayed, but I want you to take another minute and look into your heart, look into your life personally. Kids, I know some of you are sitting there next to your mom and dad. You can look into your lives as well. And some of you are there all by yourself. Look into your life. Say, Lord, do what I do. Do what your pastor does. I say this prayer every time. 
Lord, if there be anything in my life, please forgive me. Because when we have that kind of a heart and that kind of an attitude, I can tell you God will forgive. You've heard me say it so many times. There's not a sin that you've committed that God cannot forgive. And if you really want Him to direct you and help you in the decisions of your life, it will be the best if He's the Lord of your life. So Lord, honor these requests of these thousands of people around the world right now that are saying, Lord, examine us. Examine us today, O Lord. Look deep inside. And if there be anything, O Lord, that is not pleasing to you, O Lord, the things I read, the things I listen to, my conversation, my, my attitude, any of those things, O oh Lord. Lord, if there be anything that is not pleasing, Lord, please forgive me. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26, verse number 26 through 28 is going to be my scripture reading. While they were eating... Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. I want you to take that bread right now. I want you to take it in your hand, and I want to say a prayer. The body is symbolic of, of Jesus himself, and he took some stripes upon his back so that we can be healed. And you've heard me say so many times that it's our body, it's our mind, it's our soul, and it's our spirit. God wants to heal all components of our life. And so as we pray today, as you listen to this prayer, maybe you are sick in body. Maybe you are extremely discouraged right now. Lord, today I pray that you will heal anybody that is listening, that needs a healing. Lord, in Jesus' name, body, mind, soul, and spirit, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. You took those stripes upon your back so that we can have healing. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name, all manner of sickness and disease be healed. God, heal our spirits. God, lift our spirits, I pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your broken body as we partake together today. Let's eat together, please. In verse number 27, it says, Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from the fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And then at the end of that, we're going to do that in a minute, they sung a hymn and they went out to the Mount of Olives. You know, in church today, there's uh, an opportunity that we take from time to time in our church in Rome. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We sing, oh, the blood of Jesus. 
Oh, the blood of Jesus, which washes white as snow. And you know, today, you may have thought, man, my life has been so messed up. I pray that that time that you spend examining yourself, you've been able to say to the Lord, Lord, come in to my heart and to my life. And, and in a moment, I'm going to direct you of what to do about that because you're not by yourself. But Lord, to, in church today, we need to say to the Lord, Lord, thank you for forgiving us of our sins. We're grateful for your blood today. So Lord, today, as we partake of this cup, I pray that we will be grateful. We will be thankful people. God, as children are thinking about that, you're coming to their hearts as moms and dads and grandparents and singles are thinking, thank you, Lord, for coming into my heart and my life. Thank you for doing that. Lord, today we take this cup in remembrance of you. Thank you for doing that today, Lord. Thank you that we can remember you and what you've done for us. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Let's drink of the cup together, please. Hallelujah. Let's just take a moment right there in your room. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your your just the way that you handle our lives. I pray today that you've enjoyed this service. You know, we've never done a live stream communion. I, I when I thought of it, I thought, well, we're confined. Uh, we're, some of us are quarantined. Uh, what else? What would be more important to do to begin our month? And, you know, as we begin this new month, I want to I encourage you about a few things. Take advantage. At the end of this message, there's going to be a number of ways to take advantage of time, slots, for you to get involved in, in a number of things. Prayer meetings, small groups, etc. It's going to be listed there. I won't take time right now to do that. The other thing I want you to do is... I want you to get ready for Easter. Woo-hoo! I mean, you think about it. I know we're not going to be together. But I want every one of you to make a big effort to invite somebody in the world. Remember, this, this live feed that we serve in all of our platforms, and though platform will also be listed for you for an extended period of time so that when you give information to a friend, because they may not have Facebook Live, they may not have YouTube Live. I don't know what they have, but we're going to make sure they have all the platforms because we've been, we've paid for all the platforms. But I, what I want you to do is I want every one of you to invite one family to join you in church. Say, well, Pastor, we're, we're confined. Yeah, you're confined to your home. Well, they may be in your country, in Kenya. You can send them a link in your WhatsApp or your message. And you can share that to say, join us next Sunday as we celebrate resurrection. You know, I was thinking about it as I was listening to Pastor Jen preach today. I thought, wow, if we could have 30,000 join us for a service like this, if we all made a big effort, we could have 60,000. Wouldn't that be great? The goal here is not the numbers. It's the potential people to lead them to Jesus. You know, in this moment, when our world is wondering what is going on, they need a message of hope. And next week, I'm going to preach a message about the resurrection, 
how that faith moves. The decisions. The decisions. <laughs> and it's going to be a great decision that people's going to make because it may be their moment to because they have nothing else to do and you've encouraged them to sit in their home and as a family, thousands of people all over the world giving their life to Christ. Amen. Wouldn't that be amazing? Amen. So thank you again for joining us. We love you. We, we pray you. God's blessings upon you. So God bless our yes. people. Let faith come alive. As I pray for them every you, single Jesus. Sunday in Rome. Yes. Lord, bless them. Meet all their needs. Protect them. Yes. Keep them healthy, Jesus. And Lord, let these be good days yes, in all Jesus. of our lives. Yes, let them be growing days. Oh, and Lord, I pray in anticipation Lord, of what you're going to do next week. Should you tarry, O oh Lord, that it'll be such a powerful day yes, for the Jesus. kingdom as hallelujah. thousands and thousands oh, of people accept Jesus. you as Savior. Yes, we be love you, Jesus, and we honor your name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Pastor Jen, for sharing such a great word. Amen. We love you, church. God bless you. See you next week. Faith moves our decisions.